0: welcome to edgeguard my name is blake with me as always is jordan that's me this is a podcast we're going let's do it what's the game jordan
1: uh the game we're playing today on this podcast it's called edgeguard um is uh it's called healthy breakfast which um is designed by a game team called boogie Knights. uh who is as far as i can tell this is their only game they've all done together although some of them have done other stuff but comprised of dane wheaton aiden walsh and then the 3D art was performed was a uh, done by Joaquim Salamando. Um, and then, just because this is kind of great, I gotta give out the honorary mentions that they give on their itch page, which is that Julia Hiro did the 3D art for the donut in the game, which we'll explain later. Just the later. donut, <laughs> just the donut, as it says. And then someone named Gabriel Cardinal uh, did his own face. <laughs> And he's also credited as artistic muse and overall
0: good boy. So.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. And I just noticed that Julia Hero, I, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, it says she also provided moral support, but there's a little citation needed tag on top of that.
0: Yeah. And uh, what about what a couple of funny, funny guys. What a couple of goofballs making yes. video games out here.
1: I, I'd say that that is definitely the tone of this game. Goofy. Yeah. So how uh, how do you how would you
0: de- describe
1: this game? Uh so I was trying to think um through that while I was playing it and uh I would describe it as a trippy absurdist um walking simulator/soft slash soft puzzle game uh that reminds me in both art style and um like the closest thing it has to game mechanics of anti chamber,
0: sure. Um, boom! Um, that's my
1: that's my punchy description of this. Yeah, game, that's pretty much breakfast.
0: exactly everything um, I had to say too. It's like very walking simulator, and that mostly what you do is walk around and look at stuff. And yeah, then, but then there are
1: some like some kind of like slight visual slash interactive puzzles that emerge from that.
0: But yeah, and you mentioned anti which was like the biggest touch point for me as well. Um, yeah because i feel like the sorts of puzzles in this game are like very similar to what you would find in antichamber which uh-huh. are probably going to be kind of hard to describe because the whole thing well maybe not so much but the whole thing about antichamber and sort of also this game is that um it changes the world around you when you look away from certain parts of it so uh-huh. basically like the classic example is like an antichamber, you like start walking down a hallway and it's just a big, long hallway and you walk down it for like a really long time. And you're kind of like, okay, where's this going? Like, I feel like I'm going nowhere. And then you turn around to go back down the hallway. Cause you decide that it's not mm-hmm. the way to go. And then and there's a stairway, stairway that was there there, or there's like a wall there that wasn't yep. there when you walked through it. Um, yeah, it, go ahead.
1: Uh, yeah, it's like a lot of like puzzles built around an antichamber in this game built around like, rendering your perspective or your point of view as the, like the game's physical reality, like what Mm. you see becomes what is real things that seem like they're only possible in perspective. Uh, like, especially there's a lot of stuff with mirrors in this game where you like look through a mirror in order to see, um, uh, doors you can walk through that you wouldn't be able to Mm -hmm. walk through if you look straight at them. Um, yeah. yeah. And in this,
0: in, in this game, like literally, things that are your perspective become reality it's like i don't know i feel like a game like this really harnesses something that is not possible in the real world at all which is that like seeing something can be an optical illusion but then also reality like when you there's there's a very specific puzzle i'm thinking of where there's like all these shards of glass i think you just talked about it but there's like all these shards of glass floating in the air and if you Mm. stand in the right place in a room uh they like line up to make a a mirror that
1: like, so it looks like a broken
0: mirror. So it's all the shards. But if you stand in the right spot, then they line up perfectly to like the shape of the mirror before it was broken. And then, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so these, these, these pieces of glass are floating like in all different spots. So like the depth is totally different, but if you stand at one perfect angle, then they all line up. And then right. Once you do that, the screen flashes and then the, the mirror is just sitting there it's two dimensional now and like everything is yeah, collapsed yeah. So it's like kind of this weird thing where it's like it's a perspective trick until it isn't because then it becomes real what's yeah. actually happening which is something that i mean like antichamber did you know whatever mm-hmm. 3 years ago when it came out and i feel like even since then games don't do it that much
1: and it's like it's a- true it's a very underused sort of mechanic i wonder I thought anti for the most part, did a very good job with it, too. So, I mean, oh, yeah. it's kind of surprising that there aren't other games that have done it. And it's a very, like, capacious sort of premise. Like, you can build a lot of different kinds of puzzles, like, using oh, yeah. a similar kind of way of thinking. Yeah, um, and you can
0: do some real mind-fucky stuff with it, too. Some, there's some actually a little
1: bit really of that in... um, I mean, not really, but there's stuff, there's like, vaguely like that in uh, Trees, you know? A oh, game we played sure. Once Upon a Dream. The beginning of our podcast, yeah, um, many, many moons ago, where like, like, I remember at the end, there was that weird stuff with like impossible perspective. Um, mm. um, but actually, while it's on my mind, it actually reminded me of a game that's in development. It's been in development for like ever. I don't know if it'll when it'll finally be done. But it's called the Museum of Simulation Technology. Well, I don't know if that's its mm. actual title or its working title. Working it's title, by sure. Pillow Castle Games, hmm. um, and it's like like another one of these like perspective puzzle games and the Mm. like demo video that kind of went viral a few years ago was when like in order to get through a um, certain area, you needed a, an item that um, was a certain size and the only items you had in the room with you were the wrong size. But if you pick up the item and then you can like, like bring it closer to your Mm -hmm. avatar's face to zoom in on it, that will change its physical size in the sure, world. Sure, sure. And it's like oh. this, like lots of like trippy Allison in Wonderland feeling puzzles oh, that they build yeah. around that. Uh, yeah, that it, it looks really cool. This. I hope they finish it.
0: Now that you're talking about this, I'm remembering another game that I saw a video of once that had a similar thing where like you're moving things closer and further away. Yeah, uh, it's and, probably like, this game. I mean,
1: this changing. game has been like in development for Is so it long. early
0: access or something? Because I, I feel like the video I saw was of a game that was like out on Steam or available on steam and stuff. So i
1: i mean it's been winning awards <laughs> for like incomplete games since like 2013 hmm. so okay. i don't know if it'll ever that's, be like that's released the released same
0: or same game yeah. i mean um but it actually that actually so i think that's one thing is like um using sort of like perspective tricks
1: that not a lot of games yeah. do, but then force perspective. Uh, that's
0: what that's called. Sure. Sure. But then another thing is, uh, that just like changing the world around, like the world around you being totally fluid in a way that yes. is not possible in real life because like, think sure. about it. You're never going to in real life be like, walking through a building and then just be like, Oh, this is the wrong way and turn around. And suddenly the whole building has changed behind you. Yes. like that's I, just...
1: that sounds right. You know, I've never, you know, I'm no physicist, but yeah. that sounds like,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, unless the building's like crumbling behind you, in which case you've got <laughs> bigger problems, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, it's something that, um, oh, I don't know. I think is, is really cool. Cause like the main way you're interacting with this game, healthy breakfast is just, by like looking at it and looking around yes. and changing the way you're looking at it and moving through it while you look at it, which actually kind of reminded me of like, again, reaching way back to when we first started the podcast with our, our first regular episode, the tea room, um, you sort of talked about, um, huh. looking as a mechanic oh, and yeah, how that's looking true. isn't really a way to. Uh, like it's a thing you can do in many many games, but it's not a thing that has tangible impacts on the world in many games. Like in the tea huh. room, looking at characters made them like react to you. And in this yeah. game, looking at the world or not looking at it at certain times changes what happens and the way the world reacts.
1: Um, uh, that's uh, that's really interesting. I never thought about that about putting this game in com- conversation with the tea room, but that totally makes sense. Like both games make the fact of looking at the virtual world have like meaningful impacts in that virtual
0: world. Yeah. Yeah. Which is something that again, it's like it, and it kind of to contrast it with T room, like even though they have that similar similarity, like uh, I feel like the T room is emulating a real world thing where when you look mm-hmm. at people, they're going to notice that you're looking at them and that's yes. going <laughs> to be like a factor in your interaction with them. Uh, whereas this is obviously kind of takes it into the absurd, you know, uh, yes. Sort of psychedelic,
1: uh, yeah, physics definitely breaking. very in- intentionally psychedelic feeling. Sure. Like, like I would say it's trippy in the like literal meaning of that. Oh yeah. That word. I mean, and that it, it, it wants to seem like a, a, like a kind of like psychedelic hallucinatory feeling to it, even in like it's color choices, like yeah. really bright neon pink and orange. Yeah. And um, the, the,
0: the, there's like a cyan and magenta room,
1: and yeah, it was yeah. Kind of
0: giving me Vaporwave vibes, had like some pillars in it. I think it's like the first room you're in. Uh, and I was like, oh, we played a Vaporwave game just two weeks ago. <laughs> I'm getting wistful.
1: Uh, vaporwave, um, man.
0: But uh, there's something else I want to talk about. What was the thing I want to talk about? Damn it, I've forgotten. What do you want
1: to talk about, Jordan? Oh, uh, What do I want to talk about? Um, well, I guess... I want to talk about this game's sense of humor. Okay. Um, Like, it really, I mean, it's clearly supposed to be, like, absurd in a funny way. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, just the, like, kind of premise of the obstacle of the game, you're, like, in this trippy-looking neon church thing and some writing on the wall tells you, you need to go find the missing donut and the flamingo knows where it is. Yes.
0: Um,
1: like it's, it's got a very like absurd in a cartoony way sense of humor. Um, that I think kind of like meshes well with the like impossible puzzles. It's like, this is a world where everything is yeah kind of nothing works the way it should includes, yeah. including
0: like your goals in the game, which is like yeah. just to find a donut. But yeah, I think I think that's actually like uh, a sort of... It's a good way for the game to introduce itself because basically you're in this room and it's like circular and there's one little window out, but you can't
1: walk yeah.
0: out of the window. You can just see it out. Uh, mm-hmm. And then as you kind of like look around at one point, if you turn away from some wall, then you look back, then suddenly the donut is missing, is displayed on the wall. Written on the wall, yeah. Yeah, and then you look away and you're like what and then you when you look back there's other messages and they keep talking about the donut and you have to find it and then eventually mm-hmm. if you kind of just keep looking around the right way then uh suddenly the you know, when you look back the there's a way the window has opened and you're like able to get mm-hmm. out of the room and then that's when the sort of game starts so i feel like that was a yeah. really good introduction for the game because the second i saw the donut is missing. appear on the wall, and it wasn't there originally. I immediately was like, "Oh, like Antichamber," and then it proceeded to be a game that like was s- similar in many ways to mm-hmm. Antichamber. Obviously, smaller, but even like the look is almost kind of similar because Antichamber has that like very stripped down, like everything's white, and then like basic colors, but it's all very like yeah. low poly and and stuff. And the, yeah, and and, and the line, that. the like
1: um the lines on the models of like objects in both this game and that one look like, yes, there's probably a, a technical term for this, but it looks like kind of sketchy. Yeah, I'm sure
0: there is. There's like the, like the out rasterize. Is that sketched. what that is? Uh, no rasterize is a way of rendering things. It's like well, pretty much everything oh, okay. is rendered.
1: I, I just thought I'd put a word out there, you know, yeah, cross well, my fingers. It was a wrong. I word was wrong. A bad
0: word. <laughs> I would, I would go in more depth about what it is, but, um, then I would continue to say things that are only half true and uh, <laughs> rendering oh, people, classic. rendering programmers would get mad at me.
1: Yes, we have, I'm you stupid. know, we have so many rendering programmers that are uh, listening to this podcast. Hey, I have a friend. I know a guy. <laughs> um, uh, one thing I was wondering about this game is like the, the very first area when the, the letters are appearing, mm-hmm. how, th- is there any randomness in that? Or is it just like when you look away long enough, I mean, I don't know if you know the answer to this, mm-hmm. but, but the game bills itself as having unpredictable surroundings. And I mm. wonder if they mean unpredictable in the way that they are in the sense of being like absurd, absurd or unusual, or, or if, if they mean unpredictable in the literal random. sense of like having some element of randomness to them. I have no, cause idea. there were a few moments where I, I could have sworn I had like, I would like look around the room a few times mm. And it wouldn't do anything, and then I just keep looking for a while. And eventually, it would do something, and it mm. wasn't always clear if I had done something different, or mm. if it was just like a timer, or if it was random, or what.
0: Yeah, I don't really know. I mean, I'm, my guess is that there's a number of factors because a lot of uh, this game, based on the fact that like a lot of it is about the your surroundings changing while you're not looking at them. Um, yeah, yeah. The game definitely has. There's there has to be something where the game is like tracking whether or not you're looking at certain objects.
1: Um, That's true. So there is some element of predictability, actually. In yeah, that, yeah. Like...
0: Yeah, but whether what else is going on other than like, are you looking at it, yes or no? Like, what else is going mm-hmm. into the decision making? Um, I'm not. I'm not really certain. Yeah. But that that does kind of like remind me, like, because we're we're kind of talking about sort of the technical aspect of the game. Uh, one of the reasons why I think maybe this game sort of game doesn't exist super. It's not super common, even though it's like very novel and is a, uh, mechanic that's very unique to games. Like there's, you can't like watch a movie and have it like, Oh, well I'll look at this other part of the movie and the whole movie changed like that. Just, Mm -hmm. it's like, just doesn't really work. So it's like something that's very cool and specific to games that you would think more things would use. But I, I think that, uh, from a technical perspective, making a game like this work seems hard um, yeah. As a as a person who's like worked on games, um, a lot of times when I'm playing games, I'm like thinking about how things work behind the scenes and how they do it, and like things that I f- feel like people that haven't you know like coded a game probably don't think about. Um, and like most of the time, in a game, you can have a general idea of how something is done or at least have an idea of how someone may do it. And a lot of the stuff in a game like this, it's like there are definitely parts where I'm like, "Well, I just have no idea how you would even do this." And hmm. I, I think this game shows it seems a little bit more than uh say like Anti-Chamber, like anti is pretty airtight and that yeah. like uh there's not really like I never had a moment while I was playing Antichamber where I like broke the illusion of like, Oh shit is changing while well, I'm not looking at it. Whereas yeah. with this game, I had, it happened a couple times, like little, little tiny things where like I whipped around really fast and the stuff changed like not before. Like oh, you like witnessed was, the
1: change. Yeah, yeah. I witnessed
0: the change. And there was one where I was like walking backward and I like walked through something that was, that had changed. It was supposed to have changed while I looked away and I, I just didn't notice. So I just like turned around and was like walking backward. And then it like almost uh, like I clipped no. through a wall. Wait, I do you mean the mirror one. Um, I don't remember when it was because there was like,
1: a, I don't know if this one you're talking about, but there is a one where it's not actually that the world changes. There's one moment where if you look in the mirror, you see a door behind you. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, no. But if you that's turn, like, a, that's okay. like a puzzle. Yeah Yeah. I wasn't sure if you thought that the door was supposed
0: to appear. No, but. no. It was a time when I literally was just like, um, oh, I know what it was. Uh, there's like, I was walking through a hallway from r- one room into the next, but I was walking backward. So, right as I walked into the second room, it's supposed to be a thing where you like walk into the new room and then you turn around and you can't walk back into the hallway because oh. there's like a wall there. And I walked <laughs> backward through it, and so the wall just appeared right as I was looking at it. And I was just like,
1: Oh. Oh.
0: So, I mean, it's it's something that huh. takes like a ton of ki- consideration and you just yeah. kind of have to handle a lot like everything a player could think to do if you want it to be like perfect, which obviously for a game like this, like that wasn't really to the game's detriment. Like, obviously I know mm-hmm. that there's technical trickery going on. Cause that's like kind of the whole thing. Um, yeah. But it does like to make something like really polished and like, you know, without those sort of little showing of its hand, uh, you, you ha- you have to, I'm sure there's a lot of like technical work that goes into making all this stuff, uh, be convincing.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah. It's, I mean, th- the, I I, so I don't, maybe you can answer this since you know a little bit more about how games usually like run, mm-hmm. but, um, like what, what of this game is, do you think is like persistent? If that makes sense. Like what, what is it? Um, because in some sense, the, the premise of this game that if you like stuff only exists when you look at it or something mm-hmm. like that is in some like basic uh, kind of boring way, that's true of all video games and that mm-hmm. they don't load everything sure. at all times because that would be prohibitively difficult to like uh, process. Yeah, um,
0: it wouldn't run fast. Yeah.
1: You least. can actually have the whole world being like rendered, rendered at once. Yeah, um, at Trust once them you, culling. What? What calling, is this it's word? Like, it's a thing
0: that it's like common in big engines where uh, when you aren't looking at things, they uh, are not loaded into the game so that it runs faster.
1: Oh, is that true? Mm-hmm. So does that ever like make it so. Wait, so it's more efficient to have it not existing and then have to like reappear when you turn quickly.
0: Yeah, so this is something that we're kind of like getting out of my depth because um oh, yeah. frustum calling is something that happens at the engine level and I've never made like written a game engine myself all of the games mm. I've worked on um have uh you know been like in Unity or Unreal or something. Uh but you can find videos. I think it was it was earlier this year when Horizon Zero Dawn came out. Uh someone published like a making of video or gif where they had, it was from horizon zero dawn and they, uh, like had a camera detached from the player that was showing, uh, the world being loaded in and out as the character looked around. Uh, and it was, it was really cool. Uh, and it, Uh, If you if you want to find that, I'm sure you could find it pretty easily if you just search "frustum culling," like Horizon Zero Dawn. But it started this whole thing where like some everyone thought it was the coolest thing was like tweeting about how cool it was, and then one of the developers was like, "Oh, you stupid people! Every modern like AAA game has this, or else none of them (laughs) would run. You guys are idiots." And then started a whole (laughs) other conversation about how people were like, "Hey, developers! Like this may be basic to a AAA like." rendering programmer but to a regular person it is fascinating (laughs) like uh let them have their fun yeah let them let them learn be amazed and like i mean it it looks really cool um yeah but uh so in that sense like you're right like all games kind of have this thing where things are technically like loading in and out of you but i think the difference is is that like in a game like this it's the actual, the game objects are actually like moving around. It's not just whether or not it's not just, yes, mm-hmm. no. Is this lo- being loaded? It's like, yeah, is yeah, this In this position in,
1: uh, mm-hmm.
0: in the game's engine. Um, yeah, sure.
1: What did you think of the, Oh, just actually have a quick, like basic mechanical question for you. Sure. Uh, how did it run pretty smoothly for you? Like, Oh yeah, it was fine. Okay. Cause you know, this is, uh, the first time I've played one of our games since my uh, my computer crashed, so oh, yeah. I'm playing it on my laptop, and it Riff. is it was buggy as... Well, not buggy, but it just like ran really choppy. Ran like dookie. Yeah, it turns out yeah. when you try and run something <laughs> on like a... I don't
0: know. How old is your... It's a MacBook, right? I don't know. Yeah, Maybe it's, it's not uh, old, I don't but...
1: 2012 or something. It's pretty old. Yeah. 13? No, I th- think it's 13.
0: Yeah. Anyway... Uh yeah. when you run a game that is like 3D on a laptop that is not really made for rendering 3D
1: it's not no. be great it's not no be it's great. not um, I know and this is the first time we've like had a game that's like uh needs to be rendered in 3D in a long time like most of our games have been like way more gla- graphically simple than this one
0: and Sure we are sure um what something else? I'm so, um, I kind of want to talk about, like, the flow of the game and like how you went through. Because I feel like this game, I don't know. We talked a little bit earlier about how it, the Twitch Plays sort of, uh, implies some unpredictability. So, I'm curious if like there's actually like some like different sequencing that can happen in the game. So, like for me, you start in that circular li- room and then you leave. Mm-hmm. I forget exactly where you go after that, but then you end up in that like church room and you kind of wander around the like yes. church altar. And then, uh, you, I think the, like the glass shard puzzle is like the first thing that you see there. And then you yes, do that. And then that right Once me. you do that, you walk into the, like the mirror that you've made or the piece of glass that you reassembled. Um, and then it takes you to another room and then you go through something and you go back to the church. I mean, does that all sound like,
1: Yeah. And you like keep going back to the church. You keep going back to the church and there are like more and more like random items. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's exactly the same as mine. Mm. It doesn't sound like that's different. Mm. All right. Well, in that case, I,
0: I kind of want to talk about sort of the, the end of the, the game. So you, you sort of go through all this church and you, you sort of do these escalating puzzles. You mentioned earlier, the one where you're like looking in the mirror and basically what you do is you like walk up and there's this mirror and uh, as you walk up to it, you see that like it is mirroring the world back to you, but you are not in it. There's just like the word you floating in space and you can like walk. Oh back yeah. And yeah. forth and around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you, and like if, when you're standing in the mirror, looking straight at it, there's a door right behind you. But if you turn around away from the mirror, the door is no longer there. So you have to keep looking at the mirror and walk backward yeah, through the doorway yeah. to continue. I think that
1: might've been my favorite puzzle of the game. I thought that one was, was interesting.
0: Yeah, that one was good, and I mean, th- I mean, there's really only, like, the-, the only, like, major puzzles were that one, and then... The well, toll guess- booth
1: maze mirror thing. What? Not toll booth, phone booth. What? When you, like... What? The one where you, like, go to the second floor of that one, like, big room, and you can hold up the shard of glass to see things that aren't there, and what? you use it to walk through a maze in the sky? What? 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 Is that not a thing that happened to you? No, what? <laughs> okay, so there is some variability in this. Okay. What? There was like a there was like a phone booth. I remember like, the phone. Fo- so I
0: walked into like there's a big room and there's like a phone booth in the sky.
1: Yeah. Uh, how did I get out
0: of that room? I don't remember. I certainly didn't do like a maze. Okay, so here's how I got out of
1: that room. Mm. So if you hold up so you had just got from the room with a giant floating head uh-huh. and you got the Wait, the floating sh- head? What? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there is very. Variability- the, a floating head. The floating head appears in, I, I don't know. It's like a third of the way through the game.
0: What? Where is did it? You- is it in the church room? Uh, I think so. I feel like I'm losing my mind. Cause
1: I- wait, wait, Blake, did you ever get the, the shard of glass that you hold in order to like, absolutely not. I have no idea what you're talking about. What? okay wait so did you Did we have the same ending where you got the donut uh yes then you go to space and then the and then the flamingo appears and it does the dun 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 dun. 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 yeah yeah yeah. what so there are different ways to okay what the
0: hell so now i'm curious uh i i'm trying to think. do i remember a big floating was it a big floating head in like the altar with the churchy room
1: so there are like two Okay, so it was the first. I can't actually remember if it was the same churchy room because mm-hmm. so many of those rooms look similar. Sure. It was a churchy room, but I don't think it was the same one that you the keep main returning one. to. Yeah, dude, this is. But yeah, there's my a mind. giant, like, really like polygonal floating head, and you like look at it in a certain way, and it drops this like shard of glass
0: <laughs>
1: that you can pick up. And you pick up the shard of glass and makes it so whenever you right click, so you know how if you right click it, your like view zooms in a bit. Uh, sure. Yeah, yes. yeah. So that that finally has a purpose where you oh, look in and you what? can see things that only exist in the shard of glass and don't exist in your normal point of view. Huh.
0: So now I'm curious if this is some like did I like hit a bug and like skip something somehow? Did I like accidentally find a speed run strat mm-hmm. or like? Because I have no memory yeah. of that. Do, do you remember? Did that happen before or after the mirror puzzle?
1: Bef- pretty sure before.
0: Okay. Because the mirror puzzle, like I did that mirror puzzle. And then there's the other mirror puzzle where there's like the table. Uh, yeah. So, so basically it's similar where you stand yeah, in front in of the mirror. Yeah, it's the same mirror. room, right? Yeah, yeah. You stand in front of the mirror and um, you see the word you reflected back. And mm. you, you, you try to walk back around to the door, but there's a table in the way, so you can't do it. Yeah. So you have to like keep, you have to make sure the mirror never leaves your sight because yep. if it leaves your sight, then, uh, the, the door, door will no longer be there. But if you like, so you have to like walk around the table while all like always keeping the mirror mm-hmm. in your vision. Okay. Cause that, yeah. so that was like kind of like the final puzzle for me. So I did that and then you go, I forget exactly where you go.
1: I think that was the final one. Was that the final one? Huh? Cause you still have to go back to the church and then the flamingos there. And then you go to the flamingo and that's how you get to the basement area. Right. Um, basement area. That's where the donut is. It's like, in okay. a, a yeah. Black yeah. You're like, yeah. You're like down thing. in that
0: like black underground area where everything's like yeah, maybe not
1: basement. But I don't know. Catacombs.
0: Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yes. I um, did do this. And then you're in space. Okay. So I
1: while. wonder if you encountered any things I didn't encounter. Or if yours is just shorter than mine. It sounds like it's
0: shorter. So here's a question I have for you. Um mm-hmm. did you um see the like weird baby face that is was on like the back of the pulpit in the church?
1: Baby face is in the back of the
0: pulpit. Like if you so if you walk over to the pulpit so. uh like the first time you're in the church room, or at least this happened to me, and I like looked I it like you walk behind like if you stand behind the pulpit like you're going to deliver a sermon then your character like crouches down and you look under like the back of the pulpit and there's like this weird face with like god rays coming out around it uh and then no that later definitely... when I looked at that it wasn't there so I'm curious if that has something to do with it because I'm pretty sure somewhere in like the um in uh, like the itch page or somewhere it mentions something like look at the back of the pulpit or something or maybe oh
1: it does yeah if you go to the download now page i mm. think um let me make no sure no this is right. here's
0: where it is it's on the itch page um this is something we haven't talked about that you and i discovered right before we started recording but uh the itchio page like along oh, right 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 along the side are these uh images of birds that they're just like outlined they're silhouetted in uh, mm-hmm. black. And since I have a like hover zoom plugin that, well, you can also just click on them. Oh really? Okay. But yeah. it blows the images up to full size. And when they're full mm-hmm. size, there's like hidden text that you can't see because they're PNGs that are translucent. And yep. it says, look behind the altar to reveal the truth, but you didn't hear that from me. So I, yeah, I guess that's what that was. And so it's
1: probably in the game. So you probably had the truth revealed and skipped part of the game, I guess. I don't know. Didn't even know
0: it. I don't know what the truth was. I don't remember. Cause, Cause that's the weird thing about a game like this is like, you keep being like, well, did anything different happen to you? It's like, I don't remember. Like it was all kind of absurd. So I don't it all remember blurs together
1: because you don't yeah. like, yeah, that's part of the, that's actually something I was thinking about when I was playing this. Like one mm-hmm. of the effects of like too much nonsensical, I mean, maybe mm-hmm. not too net too much might be a little bit of a subjective, decision, a lot. but a lot, but of a lot of like nonsensical kind of like logic Mm-hmm. Uh, is that it? Kind of all blurs together. I yeah. sort of had the similar problem when we played Trees, and oh, that like sure. I actually forgot about an entire level until you reminded me of it. And I was like, oh yeah,
0: yeah. It's like um, when you when you depart from things that can happen in the real world, you almost become like desensitized to how like zany shit is. And you just kind of like forget that it happened. It's almost like, uh, I would never, uh, do illegal drugs, but it's almost like (laughs) when you're high, you know, time can kind of be weird. And like you suddenly it's like, Oh yeah, that did happen while I was high. You know, like,
1: yeah, yeah. Sorry, mom. Uh, Uh, no, you said you would never. Um, yeah. And that's that. I mean, that, Sort of makes sense also given the like and I think the game wants to give you sort of a like psychedelic feeling, obviously. So
0: it's it's something that it evokes uh uh, intentionally for sure. But That's interesting. Yeah, I'm very curious, um even more curious now to see like what 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 happened. Like what I want to see this baby head or that's floating in the sky. Yeah,
1: it could have been a baby. It was like abstracted enough of a head yeah. that it was See, not really clear what age it was, but I assume we saw the same head. Yes. I just saw it floating in the sky and, and you saw, saw it
0: like tucked behind the altar in the <laughs> church because
1: um, why not? Yeah. Why? The hell um,
0: not? yeah. So here's, um, a, here's another thing I want to talk about unless you had like a thought right away.
1: I know this is ahead. kind
0: of a tangent, but, um, so this game has like kind of a universal, like, goofball weirdo trippy aesthetic but i didn't really feel like the music fit that i didn't think the music was bad uh like it's just oh yeah it just wasn't like it was just just like and it wasn't even like very psychedelic like if you want like some psychedelic guitar you you know Jimi hendrix you know some psych rock vibes uh so that was one way that i felt like tonally the the game like didn't entirely work is that the the music was kind of like a departure from that, which
1: which bummed me out a little yeah. bit. So I mean, I think something similar. I, this actually is related to something I was thinking about, um, like this game in general. Is like the that sort of is similar in vaporwave um, mm-hmm. as like an internet meme rather than as an actual like coherent musical style. And a lot of times, how a vaporwave meme works is it's like it's like visually ridiculous, but actually like kind of just like chill and pleasant to listen to
0: or, or Um, even like visually friendly and consumer, like, like, I don't know, using commercials from the eighties of people being happy, drinking Pepsi. And then there's like this kind of like ethereal kind of creepy, like unnerving sounds of like Mm -hmm. slowed down, distorted, not quite the right pitch music is playing, but then you're seeing these people like happily drinking Pepsi and you're like, what's in the Pepsi? What's wrong with the Pepsi?
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's an interesting way to put it. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I I don't know. Like what, uh, one thing that I've kind of thought about with a lot of these like itch games is like, Mm. what, when did the internet's like basic aesthetic mode become like straight faced, um, like absurdism. Mm. Like we we take it for granted because that's such the like the basic way that a meme works. Like sure. you know the me the me IRL formula where it's like sure. take something that seems either unbelievably ridiculous or unbelievably dark mm-hmm. and say it with like as straight a face yeah. as humanly possible. Yeah, I um
0: I don't know. I think maybe like, it has something to do with like uh, conveying tone uh, with only like images and text, you know, you kind of, kind of has to yeah, be like see yeah. things have to be very straight fit, like straightforward and like, uh, played without any, um, I, I can't think of the word, uh, because, uh, because otherwise people will misinterpret it or it won't be clear enough that like yeah. this is a, a joke or not a joke or whatever. Um, but I don't know. That's, yeah, I guess
1: it's true. That is kind of like, you, you could make an argument that it's kind of like a byproduct of the way that the internet works, which mm-hmm. is like, it's, it's all, it's like overwhelmingly textual and visual mm-hmm. and it's overwhelmingly fast. Sure. So like, it's always going to be like, like misinterpretation or like unclear tone. It's like kind of, it's, it's mode. Sure. Sure. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Which actually, I like, I like that reading. Okay. That's good.
0: <laughs> I'm glad you like it. I thought of it just now.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're brilliant, Blake. That's,
0: well that's just not true <laughs> but anyway uh that that actually kind of remind me of something that i feel like we totally glossed over which is not that uh, it's fine to gloss over it's not a huge detail but that the like uh the text treatment for the game is just blatantly ripping off the seinfeld logo uh it's just like oh a right yeah yellow yeah. uh yellow oblong oval oval yeah. with like some red text on it says healthy breakfast um which kind of had me expecting something a little bit more i don't know i mean when we played Farben, excuse me Farbenspiel spiel back in the day yeah when you're in the meeting room it straight up is playing the like yeah that's true like music in there i was kind huh. of expecting that to just be playing the, it like the whole time just the seinfeld music but um I guess I don't mm-hmm. really know why I brought that up. I just yeah, I don't thought know. It was it's a, note.
1: It, fun fact about the game.
0: Yeah, fun fact.
1: Well, if you want to go with uh, more fun facts about this game, is um, so it ends with you know you find the donut mm-hmm. and then you go up to pick up the donut and suddenly you're surrounded by a bunch of flamingos mm-hmm. and it makes the sound the like kind of like typical faux dramatic revelation sound the dun 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 sure um and uh i I don't know what the implication is Is like the the flamingos have trapped you or something no
0: the flamingo knew on the long he knew where the donut was he wouldn't tell you we didn't even Uh, mention i feel like we didn't even mention that the the flamingo just like keeps popping up in random places uh throughout the game like he pops up behind the the altar at the in the in the church room
1: and everything um you made me lose my train of thought. Oh yeah. It, so sorry. the thing I was gonna say that's a fun fact is mm-hmm. I was curious what the origin of the the original "dun dun dun" mm-hmm. like it was such a like overused uh, like sound bite. Mm-hmm. Um, I was curious because it seems like the kind of thing that has like some really famous origin in sure. like early cinematic history, and then now it's turned into a yeah, joke like the whereas Wilhelm originally it was or serious. Something. Yes, like that's what I was thinking. And I did some Googling, and the only thing I was able to find, so I don't even know if this is the origin, Mm -hmm. but it's called Shock Horror A. Okay. And it's the one, the specific sound that's used by the, like, most frequently is Mm -hmm. composed by Dick Walter, who is a cinema uh, soundtrack composer. Um, And it was composed in the 90s. And, I, I mean, it seems like it has to be older than that but I was not able to find anything. So shout out to listeners. If anyone knows the origin of the original dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Please God help me with this earworm. Yeah. See, I, I gotta know. It
0: wouldn't surprise me that much if it's a nineties thing, because I feel like it might be a case of, uh, being evocative rather than actually from the era. Uh,
1: yeah. That so could be.
0: it very well could be like, I don't know, like similar to the Wilhelm scream, which exists Uh, I guess I should like for people that don't know what the Wilhelm scream is, you have heard the Wilmo- Wilhelm scream almost certainly. It's a, yes. it's a scream sound effect that's used in movies that basically ex- existed in a, a like library at one of the film studios. Um, mm-hmm. I think starting in like the forties or fifties or something. And so it was used very commonly cause it was just a sound effect they had on hand. So instead of having to record a guy screaming as he fell off a cliff, they just use a little, yeah, whatever. It's a, it's a really yeah, yeah. weird sounding scream. I feel like it doesn't really sound but it's like
1: very familiar.
0: Yeah. But yeah, yeah if, if you if you look up Wilhelm scream you will have heard it before it's in Star Wars a new hope it's in tons mm-hmm.
1: of stuff it's well in- I think it might be isn't it in literally every Star Wars because it became oh. like a uh, like a Easter egg oh did it it probably I don't know it's a thing like
0: I've used the yeah. Wilhelm scream in a movie that I made once <laughs> like it's <laughs> uh, just it's a classic thing. Yeah,
1: yeah you're in it you're the star meme oh yeah we, we don't need to revisit that movie <laughs> <laughs>
0: But, um, uh, but yeah, it's just a, a thing that is kind of a fun, funny film history thing of just a Wilhelm scream. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me if shock horror a is like a, a similar exists in like a similar, um, mm-hmm. space, I guess.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Well, it could be, who knows? Um, yeah, I, 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 I was a little shocked and horrified when it ended. Because that's not a healthy breakfast, please. A donut? Donut, that's, I know. Please. It's all sugar. Well, I think all empty carbs,
0: dude. I think that's why the, the flamingo is so incredulous. Like, he, <laughs> the flamingo wanted you to have a healthy breakfast, and that's why oh, he yeah. took the donut from you. And despite so the, your deep, deep internal drive to find the donut, nothing else is driving you through this absurdist mm. world other than to find the donut.
1: But other the, than a drive towards and the donut, Flamingo the donut knows, drive.
0: The Flamingo becomes your enemy because he wants to keep the donut from you, Jordan. See, but I, but I he think has your donuts, best interests
1: at heart. His motivations are flawed though, because the only other food you encounter is that table with like the pizzas and the popsicles and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like I live in this world where the only food that exists to me is empty carbs. Um, so it was meaningless, flamingo, for you to take one donut away from me when the, my only other alternative was pizza and popsicles.
0: So. Well, but maybe, maybe the 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 flamingo's goal was not to provide an alternative, but to just keep you from destroying yourself
1: <sighs> by starving. Wow, what a he maybe a, he
0: maybe, a, a, maybe f- he was willing to provide an alternative option. Would you have given mm. the time? But your insatiable
1: drive
0: to eat Towards that sugar? donut. And yeah. to overcome his Flamingo perspective puzzles. Yeah,
1: that's true. So the real enemy is the text on the wall that yes. said I need to get the donut.
0: Yes, your primal that's urges. True. The player's primal I urges. I am my
1: own, yeah. I feel, you know like, what? We've, I feel like we've just cracked super the case. super
0: deep. Super yeah. deep. <laughs> I think I need um, to post on Reddit about this.
1: I also, though, feel like uh, the the bill of this game, a short little absurd game about the importance of eating a healthy breakfast, Mm-hmm. Very misleading. Well, actually, maybe it's not very misleading. If we're reading the Flamingo as condemnatory, mm-hmm. then it really is about the importance of eating a healthy breakfast because you learn that by having your urge to have an unhealthy breakfast rebuked by the Flamingo. So mm-hmm. it really is about the importance of healthy breakfasts. Mm-hmm. We're un- or guess. unlocking
0: the secrets. <laughs> okay. um, but with that, I mean, do you have anything else you wanted to to bring up about this game or... Are you ready? To uh, move no, on?
1: not really. I guess the only other thing is like, why have we picked so many games that lately that have a color style that hurts my eyes?
0: <laughs> um, maybe your eyes are just uh, weak sauce. Have you weak? considered that?
1: I have, but that you know, here we are. These are the eyes I have. I'm afraid. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, uh, we actually. Uh, have
0: not uh, decided what game we're going to play next week. Yeah. But I we'll, we'll find something. Yeah, it's all the more reason for you to follow us on Twitter so that you can actually get a link to uh, this game once we decide yes. what it is. And yes. that Twitter handle is what, Jordan?
1: At uh, EdgeGuardCast.
0: Yes, it is. Um, um, people can find us there. Healthy Breakfast. It'll be great. Truly.
1: Yeah until next time you should play healthy breakfast though because it's it's fun it's weird
0: do it maybe you'll maybe you'll experience uh, weird things that we didn't see
1: that's true there might be like a third layer of ways of going through this game that we don't even know
0: maybe you're already laughing at us because our interpretation of the flamingo's goals is totally wrong based on all the infinite knowledge you've gained by unlocking this secret puzzle
1: and if you did, you
0: should tweet that to us. Yes. on uh, <laughs> Do it at EdgeguardCast.
1: <laughs> at EdgeguardCast.
0: Now I'm ending this uh, podcast, Jordan.
1: Yeah, so we, we will talk to you later.
0: Goodbye.